0: child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% with depression, depression and 80% with anxiety
1: That's I just felt kids. numb to kids the world being
2: bullied sometimes
3: to it death. seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse I've seen a
1: lot of bullying happening this is an issue that touches just about every family there's just is a constant, constant pressure I guess with everybody
3: it takes a lot of guts to talk about this
1: welcome to teen talk
3: a podcast platform by teens for teens where we have a chance to be heard That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness for Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project.
0: We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today on our, this episode of Teen Talk, we're visiting with local teens about the pandemic and not the usual conversation we've had about the pandemic, but a year later. Where are we? What's changed? How things have evolved? Real speak, real life from teens today. Um, I'm so grateful to have each of you guys here today and I'm glad to have a conversation with you. So as we begin, um, let's just kind of jump in and, and talk about what's one thing that, you know, in reflection, if you knew a year ago, um, that was going to change in your lives and, and here we are a year forward, um, that, that you've observed and noticed in your own lives.
3: It's definitely a lot different than I thought my junior year would be, you know, like looking back if I was like in my mentality back in like February of last year, I wouldn't have expected anything like this to happen. You know, thinking that I've basically been at home for a year is kind of insane. Um like I just always like every day I think about this, but like I don't think anything's ever going to be like what it was before. Like it's never going to go back completely to what it was. So, right. it's kind of scary to think about that, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a great reflection. I don't think any of us anticipated that this would last as long as it has. How do you guys feel? I would say
2: one thing for me, I would probably tell myself a year ago today, don't make any expectations just because, I mean, from March until now, so much has happened in my life and so much has changed. And whether that be like with my family or with my friends or with school or with anything else, it's kind of all just – It's like the pandemic is kind of just that unknown variable that changed pretty much everything. So, yeah, having no expectations of what's going to happen, that
0: would have been a very helpful piece of information for me. Right. Right. Good insight. What about for you?
1: Honestly, uh, since the pandemic has started, I've sort of felt fatigued almost, um, just like being at home and like being restricted, like for a whole year has felt so different. And I was thinking the other day how, um, before the pandemic, I used to like go to school at like 7am, go through classes, then do all my extracurriculars, then do all my homework. And I'd still have like energy for all of that. But like online school, it's really weird because with all the Zoom calls, like seven hours of Zoom calls is just super tiring. And I don't know, I think COVID lifestyle has gotten um, me super like lazy, I guess. And I'm not really like I don't know how I'm going to go back to normal after this.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, great feedback. I can certainly uh, identify with that. Uh, do the other of you, are you having Zoom fatigue? Or are you finding yourselves um, having lower energy throughout this time?
2: Yeah, I would definitely agree with the Zoom fatigue part, and especially just because it's, like, on a screen your entire day. It's just kind of, like, mind-numbing in a sense. It's a lot harder to pay attention So thankfully, that's hopefully going to change after spring break if they let us go back. But I mean, for me, at least it's kind of COVID has kind of motivated me to like not take anything for granted, because it kind of just taught me that anything can change like in the blink of an eye. So I would say in that respect, at least when I'm not on a Zoom call, it's made me kind of strive to work harder, just so I can be better
0: prepared for what's to come. Okay, okay. What about for you?
3: I would definitely say that, like, yeah, I do get fatigue when I'm on, like, Zooms and stuff for a whole day. And it is kind of a weird feeling to know that, like, I'm on my computer for probably, my computer and my phone for probably, like, at least seven or eight hours a day. And, like, it always, I used to think that, like, three hours on my phone was a lot, but now, like, I just can't escape it. And, like, my energy levels are a lot lower and I feel like I'm so much less motivated to do homework. And like, I always do it last minute now. And it just like, it's a weird thing, I guess. (laughs) So
0: to clarify, are any of you going to school in person at all or have you in the last year? Has everything been online for you guys?
2: Um, At least for me, we're in hybrid right now. So since January 25th, We've been going in two days a week, and then that happened in October as well, kind of like end of December, but that only lasted for three weeks, and then we went back to online. But hopefully after spring break, we're going to be able to go back in person four days a week, so I'm really looking forward to that. Okay.
0: What about for you guys?
1: Yeah, um, I've been online this entire time, but I'm hoping that after spring break I can go back. Um And since I'm a senior, I just, like, really want to just experience my school one last time before I graduate.
0: Yeah, that makes
3: sense. Yeah, my school hasn't had any options for, like, hybrid or anything up until this point for my grade level. Um, But starting, like, next week or the week after that, we're going to have, like, I guess a -a four-day-a-week thing. But I decided to opt out of that, so I'm still going to be at home.
0: Okay, so are you guys, which brings up an important point, do you guys have any fear about going back? It sounds like it's not a good fit for you. What about for the other two of you? Is Are you nervous about going back? I would say I'm not really
2: just because, I mean, I know at least for me, as long as I put in the effort, I'm going to get the results. But I think, I mean, it's made everyone really comfortable. Like especially in the spring, we had no Zoom calls it was pretty much just break from March to August. So in that respect, it's definitely, like, kind of developed a sense of just, like, you're kind of just, like, really cooperative with everything, really comfortable. And I think in that respect, it's definitely made it harder. But kind of once once you're back in the building, I feel like everything's just going to kind of go back to the way it was, hopefully. Okay. Do you
0: have any fear about going back?
1: I think there's definitely going to be a risk um, to all this, like, health-wise. I'm excited to go back in person and see everyone again, and, um, you know, hopefully I'll get more motivation to get stuff done and actually, like, enjoy school more. But um, with the COVID aspect, I feel like my school, I think – they're doing a pretty good job. Um, there have been a few cases, but everybody has been notified and everybody's required to like keep their mask on. And um, I have a few friends that do do hi- hybrid, and um, they said that it's been pretty well executed. So,
0: okay. So it sounds like at least one of you is doing extracurriculars. Um, have you all done any extracurriculars throughout this time or have, have those all been canceled also? I know some schools are doing them
3: yeah so I've been doing them um the main one that I've been really involved in, I guess, as an example, I mean, I've been in a few other clubs this year too, but um, is mock trial, and okay. normally we would be in person, like we'd be working together more like i guess in a collaborative environment and we'd be there physically. So we'd be able to practice courtroom etiquette and stuff like that. So this year we started preparing for the season in like October, but it was just a really weird dynamic at first being online because we were so used to, because it is an activity that is so based on being with your team and working and preparing with your team and like having more input. And, you know, when you're online, everyone is just so like tentative to, you know, unmute and say anything like right. during class too, like people barely ever say anything when a teacher asks a question. So it was really weird in that respect, but we did get through and like we did our regional tournament. We didn't make it to state, but like, I think it was a really big success that we were able to still like come together as a team, despite the facts that we were online and, you know, be successful, you know, and actually be able to participate at the regionals. So, yeah.
0: That's great to hear. What about for you guys?
2: Uh, yeah, so I was luckily able to do a sport in the fall. My school golf was one of the few sports to go on, so okay. I did that in the fall, and that was actually really fun because it just kind of like got me away from all of my issues at home and with the pandemic. Um, but kind of outside of that, there hasn't really been much. Um, I'm in a couple. I'm in a couple academic extracurriculars, but those haven't really been the same since the pandemic started, so that was kind of unfortunate.
0: Okay. And for you?
1: I'm part of our school's FBLA chapter, so that's Future Business Leaders of America, and usually we do a lot of our our conferences are in person. So um, we do a lot of our events um, in front of judges and everything. But this year, since it was remote, like we were still able to meet as a club over Zoom. And then our conferences, we would just send in like recordings of our events. So it was definitely different. It wasn't like the same experience, the same feeling of being in front of judges. But I feel like it still worked out.
0: Okay. So this was a great conversation. I'm glad we could talk about really kind of the real world experiences of what you guys have have been through. And it sounds like it certainly has had ups and downs and had some trials along the way. And and I'm glad to hear that you're faring well. Here we are a year later. Um, As we wrap up here, give me one word that you think either categorizes what the last year has been like or about what your hope for the future is.
3: I'll say my hope for the future is reuniting.
0: <laughs> Love that. What about for you guys?
2: I would say my one word to describe the last year is insightful.
0: Great. What about for you?
1: I would say um reflective
0: those are all great words. Guys, I really appreciate your time. Um, thank you for, for sharing with us what the real world experience has been like. Um, I wish you all much success and the best as you finish out your school years and go forward and hope that we can return to whatever our new normal is going to look like when it happens. But, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com, and click on Mental Health Awareness, located under the Strengthening Families page. The Teen Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.